0: To the approach, with Jeremy Seholm, Danny Finn. Welcome to the Approach Podcast, episode twenty-three.
1: I'm impressed that we made it this far. Yes, I thought like <laughs> six would have been good. I remember when we got. Sorry, I'm completely jumping the conversation. But when we got Tommy Olsen, I was like, "Well, that we could wrap it up at this point. We we did everything we wanted to do." <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, we're we're twenty three deep. It's crazy. We're at Ford Field. We're in Detroit.
1: Who are you? Who am I? Yeah, we forgot the. I, I jumped your introduction.
0: Sometimes I don't even know who I am. <laughs> I am Jeremy.
1: And I'm Dan Finn. So who do we have on the podcast today? We have Janet Puck,
0: Nancy Vestal.
1: That's a two Hall of Famers right there. That's a that's a lot of bowling history on there. Absolutely. And, I mean, they've been best friends for God knows how many least, years. I think they were saying before the podcast since like 88 or something like that. That's, long, that's yes. I
0: don't. Yeah, well, they made their, their Channel 5 debuts on the same day.
1: Yeah, so that's, uh, you know, I, I, I don't think I can get anybody to stand me that long, except maybe my parents and even that's probably stretching it a little bit. Yeah. So we'll get them on, and then uh, we'll be back with some spare thoughts. I right, well, thank you ladies for coming down. We have to get the elephant out of the room because I was listening to the podcast
0: on the, with Lori on the way here.
2: Yeah.
1: Where's
0: her shirt? Shirt.
1: Oh, she, she says you owe her a shirt. Yeah, she said she was an honorary vestal for calling on your team on internationals and uh, didn't get a vestal shirt. Well,
3: Janet doesn't have one. <laughs> I think you owe some shirts. I didn't know that I was giving out a shirt. Nobody informed me about She said that.
1: she became an honorary vestal, and I said, you have a shirt that says vestal? She said, no, I think Nance owes me one. <laughs>
3: I'll have to see if I'm get <laughs> her one.
1: So, not worry, we're going to get you a shirt. See? We, we promise. And uh, unlike the Lori podcast, when Jeremy looked at you, you both didn't just start laughing, which is the first. Did you catch that one, too? <laughs> when Jeremy does is welcome, you look right at Lori, and she just burst out uh, laughing.
2: Because
1: I'm a super serious guy. Super serious. <laughs> no? no, thank you guys. I mean, I know it's a long ride to Win.
2: Hopefully it wasn't too bad. No, no it wasn't bad at all. I mean, you guys have been friends forever, right? Pretty much. 1988. No, nope. we both made our debuts on Channel 5. The same day. Did you bowl nope. each other? No. No, we both bowled Tony, though. Oh, wow. Yes, she had lost to Tony, and then I beat Tony. Yeah, so you got a little
1: bit of revenge for it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't really know her, but it yeah. was just the fact that we just kind of like... We didn't know each other at all. Just kind of like introduced ourselves and just to chat a little bit, but not really. And then after that, once we started the Women's International, the second year that we had it in 1991, is when actually, because we asked her to pull on a team, we got her on a team, so that's how, from then on, but,
1: So, bowling up like, did you guys both do youth bowling growing up, or
3: did you get into it a little bit later? I I lived in Lynn, and I didn't venture out of Lynn for years. Right. And she was in New Hampshire, and uh, the only thing I knew about Janet Park was every time I went to a roll off. She won it.
1: No, but did, but did you guys bowl no. separately? Did you bowl yeah, youth? I,
3: well, yeah, because I grew up in New Hampshire. I, I didn't start bowling until
2: oh, I was like 12 years old.
1: In uh, Concord. In Concord. Concord. Where did you start
3: bowling? I was in Lynn the whole time. Lynn.
1: And how many bowling houses yeah. did they have at Lynn at one
3: point? Um, there were seven or eight. And there's
1: none left, right?
3: None. Not a single one. because yeah, Lucky's one out in 16.
1: That sounds
0: 16, about right. Yeah,
3: uh, 16 or 16. I can't remember that. But that was the last one Lynnway was. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, that yeah, was our I Never rolled a the windway. I mean, he didn't miss much. <laughs> no, he
1: didn't. So we, you know, talked to a lot of people about like different mixed worlds, worlds. I don't think we've had a lot of ladies international stories. So what was that like? Starting, you said ninety one. Yeah,
2: nineteen ninety is when we first started. Yeah, actually, it, it kind of happened after um, back in like 89. We used to have the international where we had like, the New Hampshire. Massachusetts, Nova Scotia New Brunswick, we had teams get together and go. Like my first experience was going to up to New Brunswick, up to Miramichi. Right. And then from then when we got to meet some of the Canadians, that's when we kinda of, Carol Downey and Cynthia Schofield decided that we should start a ladies international and that's yeah. how that all came about and then just continued it since then it's just it kinda
3: of floors for a long time and yeah. it, as the years have gone on it's well once they moved it from Park, park Place and um, um, started rotating it, that was when it kind of steamed um,
1: Interesting, you almost think rotating would get you more active bowlers that way because but I understand. Yeah. But
2: Canadians liked to come to Park Place because they could go to New Hampshire, they could come down to Maine, and then they'd do all their shopping. Oh, right. So they really like to come down to this area. They didn't want to have to go other places.
1: I can see that, too, just to travel alone. I've always thought, like, Bangor was kind of like a good central place as far well, as...
2: Well, we did, for a while, we did split it every year, every other year. Yeah. We went Park Place, Bangor, Park Place, Bangor. That worked as worked, worked well. And it worked well, because right. when we were in Bangor, we had one year we had 22 teams and actually we set our team set the uh, main team team single yeah. on the 11th string of the day oh wow we threw a 670 <laughs> <laughs> who was on your team uh me nancy debbie scannell donna banzi and annie Picharia. wow that that's a team yes
3: it was quite a team It was quite a team who
1: were, who were some of the top teams that you were bowling against at that time
3: well, Tony Murray's team was always one of yeah. the top teams. And um, then Carol Downey had a team that was pretty great. There were a lot of teams. There was, I even, mean, even the Canadians finally had caught
2: up a little bit. Right. I mean, they were behind the ball when we first started. They could kind of compete, but not. But mm. then they actually, over the years, they had gotten better. Now, you hear some
1: of the stories about, Jeremy, uh, you've even told some too, about the, the men's world with the Canadians being very chirpy. Yeah. Did you get the same thing from the Canadian women? or?
3: I wouldn't say so they're 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 a different breed. but they're they're not (laughs) winning as I bowled in men's league I bowled in uh, They used to have a men's city league in Lynn and um, I was like one of the only subs woman subs that they allowed because you had to have a Hundred five Average or better. Yeah, and the men would chirp at me all the time. It only made me better though so It's like go ahead chirp, chirp
1: away. We, well, we had Lori on, you know, one of the questions that we asked her was, you know Is there anything that bowlers do that gets in your head and tries to get in your head? And she said honestly, I think it throws them off more trying to distract me that just but
3: I don't think there's anything that really
1: that's kind of what she said too.
3: Yeah, it just I mean I get a little irritated with them, but um, makes me bowl better. If you're trying to irritate me, then I'm just going to irritate you right back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a motivation I see, factor.
1: Okay. I was going to say, I can't see either of you being intimidated really by anybody. But I am. No,
0: it's a motivation factor. Yeah, I can,
1: I can only imagine. And,
0: and Warren even said it was mostly the house bowlers Yeah, that would be chirpy. Yeah. like I mean, she bowls around all the pros. They don't yeah. know her. They don't, she can bowl. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, they're not going to say things to us the house bowlers that don't know her and be like, oh, uh, we're bowling, you know, we got, we got the woman on our team now.
1: Yeah. You mm-hmm. think it's going to be an easy pass, Well, you know,
3: there was a time when Nate, Nate Lees, yes, he um, was bowling in a summer league with us, and he kept leaning over the ball rack. Every time I'd start to go, he'd lean <laughs> over the ball rack. And I was, like, so irritated by that. <laughs> I'm like, this guy is doing this on purpose. He finally stopped doing it because I told him I just I, just, I hate you. <laughs> so does it mean he's not your favorite bowler named Nate? Uh, I was thinking about that this morning, and I'm like, no, he has to be because he's the only one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's, that's true. But what I would about that yes. big post? Of, wasn't that a Nate? Uh, was that I oh, don't was that was that Nate
3: Neely?
1: I thought it was no. Nate. It was a Nate who posted that? It Nate
0: Neely. It was yeah. Nate Neely? I don't
3: know Nate Neely. No, no so, it's, so it's, he's, he's a main guy.
1: Yeah, so that's but, still, but he so wouldn't be Nate on this.
3: my list of top ten. That's so I was going
1: to say. <laughs> Nate. That was your, uh, Nate Lee's. That was your competition. So, congrats <laughs> on the on the victory there.
3: <laughs> he knows. I've, uh, we've gone over that many times that he really irritated me that day. So yeah, that's <laughs> how our relationship with him started, and, and, and you look at it now. And
2: we've had Nate on uh, the podcast before, and it seems like he has that before.
1: Where, and, and you got to give him credit for this too. His first, uh, I don't know, the first impression to a lot of people isn't positive. Right. But then everybody ends up loving him.
3: Yeah, he's he's um moment. he's a little different, but yeah. yeah he's uh, he's a good kid. So
1: you just uh you just have to get used to him, I guess. Yeah,
3: that was definitely yeah, because I said when you left the bowling I said, I'm gonna kill that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I do not like him at all. <laughs> so, Of course it was his, the guy he was bowling with didn't help either, because he was kind of a jerk. Yeah. What was his name, Roman you know or something?
2: I, I don't remember. You'd
0: have to ask kind of
3: important. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, he, he sorry,
0: sorry, John,
2: or
1: whatever
0: your name is. <laughs> um, so you said you you started bowling around 12 years old. Now, when did you start to realize that oh, I'm
2: really good at this, I can I can do really well? Um, well, at, at Bowles, they, at one time, um, had a bowling show. And uh, they had the men's and they had the women's. So I made it on the women's. And I bowled Carol Downey mm-hmm. in the finals. And I beat her. And I said, from then on, I said, well, if I could beat her, because that, at that point she was the be all, the be all end all, because she won everything around. Right. I said, well, if I could beat her, then I can hang yeah, with anybody. On the show, go anywhere and bowl. And I only had 104 average at the time. And was when I even started in the Pro Tour in 1981, 82, it was only 104. Should I mention that was the year I was born? Japan. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's <laughs> a really good thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna edit that
1: out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So
2: it, you know. Once that, then it, it just it's history for me.
0: Now, how, how many women were on the tour?
2: Eighty-one. Hundred and ten. It's insane. Mean, it is. That, I mean, because you probably had close to three hundred guys. Yeah, there there were a lot of guys. I because they had, you know, three shifts on Saturday, three shifts on Sunday. Yeah.
3: At that point. Yeah, that that's crazy. Because I kind of lived in the golden age of yeah bowling. You know, in the eighties and I 80s mean, I, the the I started bowling when I was five because. Bowl and it was just what we did. Just went were, they, were they competitive? Or? My father was a pretty good bowler. He got arthritis in both knees really bad. Mm-hmm. quit really early. My mother wasn't and she actually said that she was going to quit when I got better than her. I was
1: 12.
3: <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> early retirement. So
3: yeah, she quit when I was 12
0: years old. Yeah, but even when I first joined the tour, I mean there was still close to maybe 100 guys but the women had dropped down to about 30. Yeah. I think it was, that was around 99, 2000. Yeah. And I mean even then I thought I'm like okay you know there's a good amount
1: and then the women just started dwindling 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 we had Amy Duby on we asked you know one of the questions that seems to come up every time we have a female on the podcast and it's uh, you know what you know how, how do you get more women at all? she said it's a pure numbers standpoint and, and went back to that you had 300 men 100 women you cut that by a third you still have 100 men but now you only have 30, 40 women and she said it becomes a numbers game at a certain point and then as the prize fund goes down it becomes less incentive to ball and it's tough
2: and Well, there's a difference between men and women. The men believe that they can compete, they can have a good day and beat anybody. The women felt like they couldn't really compete against the elite bowlers, so the numbers started dwindling. You know, the 100, 203 average women bowlers just said, well, I can't compete against you know, the top 20, 25 bowlers, female bowlers, right. they, they continue to, to, to drop out. The men, on the other hand, they always believe that they can.
1: It's just a guy thing where you just think like you can it beat it. You have <laughs> yeah, some bowlers in here that are 80 average and think they belong in the pro tour, so.
3: Yeah, it's true though, you know, because I, I can remember conversations with people and they would say, I, can, I can't win. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you can't win if you don't try. Right. I mean, the first time I was on the tour, was bowling with a a familiar bowler with me that bowled in my pro league. And I missed a shot, and I got mad. Unusual for me to be mad. Can you
1: imagine?
3: Never. And and, uh, she said to me, what are you so mad about? You're not going to win anyway. And I just turned around, and I looked at her, and I said, if I didn't think I could win, I wouldn't be here. Right. I said, I can win. And she said, I don't think you can. Challenge. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding.
1: That's such a... (laughs) That's ballsy. Yeah, I I can't think of a word that I can't censor out right now. I
3: I know, I know.
1: But... (laughs) And, and I know too, because even even trying to recruit for like mixed worlds or ladies International, we we're trying to pull because we don't have a lot of middle schoolers that bowl in that those types of events. And I think even before they look at a roster, they get very intimidated, thinking they can't win. But up to, there's a, a league that pulls in Monday. They, they're, the, they're a softball league that decided to take a in. and they're looking for scratch tournaments, and they're all like eighty averages. And I'm like, you guys probably aren't going to do very well <laughs> as a team of four averaging you know three twenty up to wherever they want to go. And uh, I just I don't know what it is, but it's. I, and, you know, and that's one of the things I'm trying to push too is get more house bowlers into leagues, and I said maybe if we get more handicap bowlers, some scratch bowlers will fall in. You know, some of the better bowlers will fall into scratch tournaments, things like that. And I, I do think there is an upsurge, definitely not to the '80s, but I do think there is an upsurge in tournaments. And I made a post oh, yeah, about that. Oh yeah,
3: absolutely, um,
1: I think it was on the upswing. COVID kind of hit, which well didn't kind of hit. COVID hit, and pushed everything back, but I do think there is a little bit of movement going in the right direction. I don't know if we'll ever get back to 300 men, 100 women, but you got to start somewhere. There's yeah. just too much to do, though. Yeah,
0: that's well, true, that's too. What yeah. I say that's
3: too. yeah, that's like, the problem. Kids you know, aren't bowling in, you know, leagues anymore when they're on Saturday mornings. Like, I used to take my three kids up from Linda Park Place every single Saturday morning, Yeah. and yeah. I hated it, yeah. trust me. <laughs>
1: well that's what we said on the, on the podcast about the youth tournament it's like you know and shout out to the parents who are bringing all these kids all over the place like that's like that's a commitment in and <laughs> of itself
3: yeah it, it, it was a it was a lot especially since none of my kids like to be early risers so uh, getting them up
0: <laughs> I don't like to be an early riser uh, my, my, my kid is up at the
3: second that it hits 6am Yes, yeah, sh-
1: yeah
3: I don't know you know it's like that Sarah's on Nate he's because he's, he's at my house a lot he's up like 6 o'clock in the morning now, does he bowl? Why? Yeah. No. no, he. When he started the bowl, but he plays soccer. I was
1: gonna say, if we get bowl. bowl, we can get Nate Lees off your top <laughs> bowl or Nate Lees list. <laughs>
3: if it wouldn't take much, Nate Lees. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just throw a ball
0: and you're in second place. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: No, no, no. Back in like the early '80s, now how many women were averaging 120? I don't believe any, really. No, I, b- I believe 80s, it was no? more the. Into the um, early, 90s. early 90s before any women um, averaged 120.
3: I mean, I was up there doing 15 or 16, maybe? maybe
2: yeah, I was a, at, at walls I was 118. Okay. And I was. The only really bowler in that house, nobody else was even close to what I had for an average there.
1: Do you think that's hard though to maintain? Like, do you think if there was another bowler or a few bowlers in that house that were averaging 119, 120, it would have pushed you even more? Because it is tough to be to constantly have your foot on the gas pedal when the second closest bowler behind you is 10, 15 pins behind you on average. Not that they can't pop, yeah, but. I mean, what's the incentive other than just self-pride to just go, i got to get to that next level when there's nobody else at that next level? Well,
2: and also, it didn't help because I didn't have any back to bowl in States.
1: Right. It Not have anybody of any decent
2: caliber, because at, at that time in New Hampshire, you had to bowl with the same, <laughs> same in the house. same house, yeah. out of the same house. So, I was really very limited to um, what you bowl with, and have a chance at winning.
1: Right. Uh, so... That's tough too Now you, Did you think about Moving to another house You're I did taking, Yeah
2: I did I ended up going to Park West Lanes
1: And that's where You got more Competition Yeah that's where
2: like, One season I had 126
1: Yeah Not a house
2: <laughs>
1: Jeremy when did you Ever 126
0: <laughs> uh, Actually right now At Exeter Oh,
1: damn it, that backfired.
0: After,
3: <laughs>
1: after 12 strings. There you go.
3: There you go.
1: Now you're just going you to maintain it. Yeah, right.
0: Um, no, I had one year where I went into December averaging like 125, 126, and that's when I made Comcast. And when the show aired, my buddy came over and he was like, where the hell are you averaging 126? Like I was three months ago. Yeah.
3: Just
1: didn't update the little piece of paper they gave me, that's all. said, it looks better. <laughs> you were the only woman on, was it Channel 5 to make dementia? Ladder. Is that true, Janet? Yes. So, I tell that story to tell this story. Um, when I was talking about bowling at Exeter and everything else, you know, my mom's was like, you know, you're taking this bowling thing really seriously. I said, yeah. She goes, do you know, because my mom was a big fan of the show, the only woman to make the men's ladder? I said, yeah, Janet. And she goes, yeah. I said, I know her. She goes, no, you know of her. And I was like, no, 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 I know Janet. <laughs> and she goes, does she know you? I'm like, yes, she <laughs> knows me.
3: This,
1: so is, mom, this is so no mom, proof.
3: Dan's mom, I do
1: know him. See? Mom, I told you. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
3: the the, the funny story about that was I said I was going to get her to sub one night on the uh, pro league. And and the girl on my team said, she said, she's not going to sub for you. And I said, she's my friend. And she goes, she's not your friend. I said, she most certainly is. And sure enough, I got Janet to sub. Well, she comes in, and she misses about, what, six or seven, nine drops? Yeah. And one of the girls on my team said, I thought you said she was good. Oh, (laughs) jeez. So then she leaves. I want to say it was the six, seven. Yeah. Doesn't she cut that over like it's nothing? I said, there you go. (laughs) But you you forget a nine drop. Yeah. (laughs) Save herself that night.
1: It's funny when that happens, too, and it's like, you know, you have so many easy, like, you know, I I lost a match uh, yesterday with an easy two-pinner at the end. Of it. and uh, But you'll make the crazy shots. Yep. You're know, like, yeah, but I can't hit a single in the face to save my life. Like, it's one of those, sometimes you have those nights. That's what
0: I'm doing now. Go now, when you guys were coming
3: up in the pro tour, was there any certain bowler that you guys either looked up to or brought you into their group? No, no, I looked up to Toni Marie, but um, she was really tough uh, yeah. to, to, to even like a little bit because she was like kind of snobby at the time. She's not now with us, but um, she was. And if you weren't like in her her caliber, yeah. then she really didn't talk to you. That changed over the years. But um, yeah, I, I actually bowled one year and I didn't like anybody. So <laughs> I quit. <laughs> For a year, it took a year off, and then I went back. And uh, it's tough to
0: do something if you literally don't like anybody. Yeah.
3: It, it was just they were just they all seemed so snobby, and I'm like, oh my God, I hope I'm not like that.
1: So, we always say we're going to put this on the shirt, but uh, I'm not going to name names. That's what we say. We're not going to name names, but
3: is what the logo on the shirt is.
1: But there was a bowler uh, that I was talking to, and we, it was something about competition, and I don't want to get too specific with it, but he said, I'm not here to make friends. I said, What are you here for? I said, We're not going to make millions of dollars doing this. I said, I'm absolutely. like, Don't get me wrong, I want to win when I'm bowling, and I'm competitive. I try to be competitive during the match, but afterwards like I don't want to be friends yeah, with people it,
3: it was a little different back in our day it was like yeah. I mean it was you were friendly with people after bowling, right. you were not friendly with somebody I mean I was never going to high five you
2: right. if That's you
3: made a shot against me and uh, one of my friends who, who Die from ALS, and I think I put it out there. Um, she threw her highest game against me. She threw a 167 game. And she came off the lane and she put her hand up for me to high five her. And I looked at her I said, I'm not high fiving you. And she said, If you don't high five me, I'm going to kiss you right on the lips. <laughs> and I went, Just Go ahead. Like, like you won't dare. And she, she did. did. <laughs> she
0: called you Karen?
3: No,
2: oh, no um, Fitzy. Oh, oh okay, Fitzpatrick. Patrick, oh, okay. Patrick, yeah. Bulled out a Leo.
3: Karen McCormick wouldn't have kissed me on the lips. <laughs> I might have smacked her if she did. But I didn't do that to Fitzy. I just stood there in shock.
1: When did you see that start to change, where the high fives and the fist bumps against the um, It was on
3: Channel 5, I think, or one of the shows that somebody came off and they, they high-fived the other actually I actually think it all began with Tim Lipke. Yeah. Might have been oh, I didn't hear that. I think yeah. it was
2: um, Tim Lipke that started that. See, I don't really remember seeing it on Channel 5. No, I think he did it on other shows. Might
3: have been Channel I think, I think somebody said 50 he, 50, 50 he was high or five. Or yeah. whatever. Was it yeah. that
2: said that? No, I think it was Craig. Okay. Yeah. Channel 50, I think more so. Right. I mean you
0: might see the mouth something in passing like hey nice shot. Yeah. You know something like that but those was, was never
1: Yeah, any and Steve out. Reno said that too. He said you didn't always pick it up. He's like if you listen closely you would hear them as they came by nice yeah. shot but
2: Yeah. Well yeah, if you watch Channel 5 you look at the bowlers they never talk to each other. Yeah. No, never.
1: And not, I think it's Dave Jesser was saying too that when he when he's bowling a big match he doesn't even look at what he has his head because if you watch my head's down because I don't even want to know what the other guy has.
3: I I never looked at scores and in- we had Debbie Scandal on our team when we were in you know we were in the tournaments and stuff, she would always come over and tell us scoreboard where we, we were. And I was like, Will you stop talking to me? I said if we win, they can't catch us. That's all we need to know. Yeah right. So shut so up. So when you when,
1: when when you guys are bowling, um and obviously you can have different answers, do you know where you're at? Like uh, not not what boxer, but do you know like I have, you know, ninety six through seven, like do yes. you so you, you do look I at the absolutely score. Yeah. And the reason I asked because we were talking I mean Paul Berger didn't know he was However many pens away from a five hundred until he got it. We had Amy Doobie saying when she threw her was it 190s When she threw a ninety-four, night, but the high. Oh, when
2: she broke the house record for oh, yeah, four eighty. Yeah, four eighty. Yeah.
1: yeah, she said she didn't know until after it happened. Yeah. and you know we were talking about like I want these. I constantly have to look up on my own score and. and I'm that's because I'm just curious if people are looking at their score, not looking at their score.
3: So I'm not looking at it, but I'm mentally you um, know where you're at. I, I am, yeah. it's. I threw a, um, a 715 one night, and this is like the only time I really didn't know. I threw a 147 and a 157, and then threw an 85 game right smack dab in the middle so now i'm looking at a 389 yeah. and i'm thinking to myself great there goes my chance at 700 because you know those scores are pretty big right then he threw a 177 and a 149 Jeez. looked up afterward and i said oh my god i got a 700
1: so how many 700s do you have um two or three i think Janet,
3: how many he's gonna you? he's gonna do this to me every single freaking episode I, why do you not? probably two minute? or three or I'm four i'm sure
2: sure that's zero Dan. <laughs> 0.0. <laughs> 0.
1: <laughs> I have to, <laughs> to every podcast.
0: <laughs> I have two six nineties. So. Both both have one O's in there. Yeah. Yeah. Well. And they always say well it could have been what could have been. Well, game I sh- though, right? Well actually no, the first Fourth one game? I don't think does. I think the first one was pretty consistent. Um at the one at Metro, first game was a one on one which, I mean, I can't be too upset about it because like, it puts it fin- in the hole right at the top Because I like, like, finished well. Yeah, it's done. Yeah. It's gone. You know, I'm, and I'm not thinking you
2: start with a 101. Oh, well, there goes maybe 700. I could, maybe I'll <laughs> get a 700 out of this. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't start out thinking I'm going to throw a 700 yeah. tonight. It's like once you get going, yeah, like your third or fourth string. Yeah, but you know, if you had two good first strings, and you say, okay, yeah, like one forty-seven, one fifty-seven. <laughs> yeah. Well, when I was trying to throw my first four hundred, yeah. I threw my first two games were 150, 150. I said, I have three hundred after two. Yeah. <laughs> I got it them in all the bag. The way. <laughs> I got I got it in the bag. Ninety-nine. Oh wow. <laughs> well, so that was like. Do, do you remember Glenn Gill? Uh, he, 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 he
0: He was like the Newton Watertown. He bowled, bowled with Chris Aketty for a little while. He started a, a string on Monday nights at Fairway once. He threw a 190, then 100, and then I think, well, 90, whatever it was. It was 399 with a 190 string. Wow, that's crazy. So that's I, went, way, yeah. I just went, ouch. I
3: threw a 399 <laughs> once with a 189 game. I had 105, 105, had a 54 half and then threw He's a four-bagger. <laughs> we were
0: talking about Tommy Hirscher earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, he started a string with like a 48-half and then threw a five-bagger for like a
3: 185.
0: <laughs> that's crazy. But he doesn't get any luck. He has Never. No, no luck. Only so, splits. Yeah. That's well, always Mark
3: Gregory said to me, and that's, he goes, if we're going to win this game, I need to dig a half from you. So I threw the four-bagger and it sat down after it. I looked up, and is that good enough for you? And he goes, it
0: <laughs> it's so funny, because I can see Mike Gregory saying something one like time. Yep, it'll do. <laughs> That's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, still, I still, I've never even got the 400, and uh, my problem, like, I try, not to, I try not to think about it for that reason, because I've never done it before, and I think I well on a Wednesday night, and I think I had, maybe it was a Tuesday night, I can't remember, but I had, like, a 130 and, like, a 125, and I was like, oh, I'm bowling well 255 through two, and Daryl comes over, he goes, 400 on the way, I was like, would you shut up? Yeah, and, yeah. And, of course, I went, like, you know... 90 something probably after that. <laughs> I don't think it was because of that, but it was just can't can't get.
0: My, it.
3: my sister got this bird on my first one. She threw bowling in a Tuesday night league and lucky strike, and she threw a 385. And she kept throwing it in my face. I mean, I was by far the better bowler and always have been. And she threw a 385, and she had the high triple. And the next week, I threw a 414.
1: Nice. So at least it didn't last
0: long.
3: It not you out. Now,
0: now, Janet, when you when you qualified for the live show, what was your
3: score?
2: It was four, four twenty-two, four twenty-two. Who'd you bowl that against? Uh, my good friend Peggy Tosi. <laughs> no, Alan, a good friend. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: no. Of course, I, I I don't really remember how the schedule went, but was the women's show based on the season like right
2: before the live show? Or I, I no, we, how that uh, no, The live show was she last weekend in, in August, and then the women started in September. Okay, so, so you So I, I did it at the very, you know, beginning of the so year. So that, that lasted all year. Yes. It had to survive the entire year. Yeah, that, that, that's... even more incredible. And it was fourth. It was the fourth best. So it wasn't even, like, I just squeaked in or anything. Now, did, did, did Don Gillis say anything to you after that show? And hey, you might have a chance here. Yes, he did. He, he did? Um, yeah, because that that's a pretty good score, even for the men. Oh, of course. That... Um, a good score and, and, and that has been on the show quite a few times, mm-hmm. like fourth and fifth, so it had a pretty good chance. Now, now, how how was it walking into the building that day for the live show? She just, she hit out at my house because people were bugging her so much, so she came and hit out Like in a good way or a bad way? In, in a good way, they just, you know, just just, re- just reaching constant, out. yeah, keep yeah. reaching out to me, i got had I had. Numerous messages um, on my phone and stuff, and you know, it's just I it's everywhere I went. You know, people, you know, just you know wanted an article here. Um, it went on TL9 sports news and stuff, and it's just like it was a constant. Your thing. sister flew in from
3: Illinois,
2: right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. yeah. So it was it was very overwhelming because the amount of people that were there. I think it was probably the biggest crowd that they ever had. And really, the pressure was really on me more than anything because all the bowling world women right. were counting on me. Now, now when you got that first mark out of the way, did it did it help? Yes. Oh, and, okay. and the thing is, it was a naked nine pin drop too. Yeah. And uh, that's scary. That yeah, was. <laughs> You're like, shit! I can't miss this. Yeah.
3: They But I mean, that, I
2: mean, I mean, that place had been going berserk. It was. It was. It was crazy. You know, it was really loud. And I always say, I never. Got comfortable. You never got over the nerves yeah. to it's really bowl, and it just it ultimately cost me at the end. But it was, you know, a great yeah. experience. It, I mean, it was a great match too. It was. Yeah. And, and I'm sure, though. I mean, the pressure was as much on Bruno. Yes, it was. It was more. I, I think yeah. it was
3: more on him at that point because he didn't want to be. He wanted guy to lose to the woman. Yeah. Think about but, that, you know?
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I get it. And as great right as and I'm she like, is. And i like, right. Bruno, Bruno's a nice guy. But but again, like, it's the same thing. Yeah, you don't want to be the guy, or, or
2: the one to beat her, and then everyone gets mad at him, and, you know? But. Yeah. It, it, it would have been awful. It it, he would have gotten a lot of shit if I had bowled terrible, and he bowled great. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, he had crushed me, but he didn't crush me. No, he, he definitely didn't. I mean it was a it was a good match. Yeah, it went down to the last box.
0: Now who, who would you have bowled if you would beat him? Um I think the next
2: one up was not that it was gonna get any easier. Tom, Tom, I think it was Tommy Ulster. Tommy Ulster? Yeah, I think it was Tommy Ulster, then Tommy Morgan. Tommy Morgan.
0: Oh god. So, so <laughs> yeah, the
3: matter wasn't And, Olsta, getting easy. and
2: actually Ulster said that he wouldn't mind bowling. Well he wouldn't mind
3: bowling anyway. I was about yeah. to say I don't, I, I, I don't
2: think I ever
0: in the one experience, or two maybe experiences I've had with him. I, he never said a bad word. No, yeah. like anything.
1: He was he was one of the people that was pushing like that, how many friendships he he gained over the okay. family aspect of it things like that. So I'd
3: nine say ninety percent of my friends are
1: Yeah. And that and that's kinda of, I uh, to go back to that comment that, that the guy said to me when he said I'm not here to make friends. I was like, I made so many friends, like yeah. but uh, I, I I think the, the, Jeremy was saying like it was a hell of a match it wasn't a lopsided one way or the other was there obviously you wanted to win was there some relief after it was over yes Just it was I, ask I, what I, you I,
3: did afterward what did you do after <laughs> <laughs>
2: got totally drunk
3: <laughs> 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 totally.
2: actually <laughs> we um my parents threw an after party at park place lanes after then we went i went back to nancy's house and we were still drinking around three o'clock in the morning and i said 20 Maria.
1: Yeah. 23 o'clock in the morning. Three o'clock in the morning.
2: She goes, I don't want to be, be, be good anymore. anymore. I said, I don't, you know, I don't want all this pressure anymore. I said, I, you can have it back, you know, because she, she did say that, about <laughs> um, she did say that, you know, all the pressure's off her now and it's all on me. And I said, well, no, you can have it back now. <laughs>
3: Fred came downstairs and he said, You're still up! <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it had to be such a relief. And either way, I mean, just that, that success to hold on to it. And so, you, all year were you watching the scores and yes. seeing if- Actually,
2: the, the last week of the filming before the show, I went to Tiananmen Live to, just, just to watch. Just to watch, just to be curious. I mean, if it got beat, it got beat. It, right. It, 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 and I don't know this isn't a dig I know sometimes, but didn't yours get
1: beat unlike the last show?
0: Yeah, so the last year of the Comcast show, I bowled Carrington's kid Mike. Yeah. And, and the first match, I was I was the incoming champion. I threw a two seventy two two seventy three for the for the two strings. That lasted until the very last show. Yeah. And I did the same exact thing. I went to Woburn, and I'm like ah you know what I'm gonna watch and then. The third match of the day, Eric Pelletier threw a 272. He tied, but I had the high single, yeah. so my score still stayed.
2: Yeah. And then Zappy went with like 300. I'm like, this was a wasted day. Not really. It's no, just, I know. I know. It, 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 there's no defense in bowling. It's just like you know, you say, okay, kudos to you. Yeah. To throw oh, a of course. Like I mean, two. and, and Zappy is. I mean, he's so good.
3: Yes, he's the nice guy.
1: That's one of the reasons. Like I, I've only been bowling for about eight years or so, but that's one of the reasons. Like I never minded like the high five, the fist bump. Like I didn't bowl it, it was more cutthroat, and it was to that reason that you can't play defense. They can't stop you. It's not like basketball where you know somebody yeah. you know joked and you fell down or whatever. Or they dunked in your face. They, you know they threw the mark. You didn't get yours or you you, it, you got a bad break. They're they're up there just doing their thing. You're up there doing your thing. Like so. Because of the fact that you can't stop the other person from doing what they're gonna do anyways I think that's why I'm okay with like the high five because it it, it wasn't they didn't go well in spite of anything I did Does right. that make sense
2: well it is to a degree it depends on if you on yeah. who it is yeah yeah that's true chatter <laughs> that's true too
1: uh, and I can, there
2: is some trash talking at times there is I don't think it's as especially
1: based on the stories I don't think it's as bad now as it as it had been no now, no. when we had talked to Lori about, you know, do any of the pro men ever give you a hard time or think you don't belong? She said she didn't feel that way. It was mostly house bowlers. Did you guys ever get that feeling from pro male bowlers back in the 80s and 90s that women shouldn't be bowling in this league?
3: No. I don't think so. No.
1: No? So, no, there,
3: there was a time when they, were, they wanted... Janet and Debbie Scannell and maybe Joanne and Tony, but to, to put a team, team in, in the, the men's, men's pro league yeah. to see how we were doing, I'm like, I am not doing that. I'm <laughs> old enough. Three times a week, I don't
2: need that too. But you the know. thing is, I we could probably beat them for one string, but I don't think in a three-string match
0: that we could ever beat them. With, I mean, obviously Janet's crowning kind of moment was making the live show. Did you have a match or anything like that that you would consider your favorite moment
3: or? I've had a lot of singular moments. Um, I at one time put a team into the Ladies International and we were a team that was not expected to do great things but we ended up winning it, and that was because I think everybody kind of just didn't believe that we could do it, yeah. and we did, so it was, you know, Debbie Scandal, I had Donna Bansy on my team, and I, my God, any team that had Donna Bansy on it was just going to be a great team, you know, and uh, Sharon Tavernise and uh, Maria Mazzarella, so we were a good team, but people kind of just overlooked it, and I remember Tony Marie saying... We were down like 30 pins or something, going into the last five boxes, and I was in the anchor, bowling against Val Joy. Val Joy, and I threw a triple strike nine drop. Tony Murray had just said, "Good, that little bitch is finally gonna lose one." <laughs> <laughs> well, guess what, Tony? <laughs> we ended up winning that. So. Valjoy went outside and screamed her bloody head off, (laughs) as I probably would have done, too.
1: We had a men's league here on Wednesdays. Now it's become more of a mixed league, but um, Daryl was trying to recruit people for his team, and he ended up picking up his wife, um, Ml Borjarski. and at the time, she was averaging 104, 105, and uh, so there was a vote whether or not to allow female to bowl in the men's league, and so I went around, because I was working, I wasn't wasn't bowling in that league, so I went around, I did the poll. And almost every guy did the same thing. Like, no, nah, it's a men's league. It should stay a men's league. I mean, who wants to join? I said, I'm Mel Yeah, she can join. That's fine. I think sometimes, if you can hang, I think a lot of guys are fine with it. And, and was that always the case? Do you feel like, like if you could hang and you could average? You know? Well, in the,
3: in the Men's City League, and when it was a big league, we used to, you know, go between three houses and Lynn. Yeah. And uh, they would only let, you You had to have a 100 average, 102 average if you were a man. Yep. To bowl in it but if you were a woman subbing you had to have at least 105
1: okay so how,
3: how does that make sense but, it did. but there was still a lot of the old-timer guys in that league they just did not want a woman bowling right and I was averaging like 117 at the time and one of the guys he um, just said I don't care if you get a guy with a hundred I do not want that woman bowling on my team
1: that makes so, no sense to me. Yeah, Was that a Mike, scratch leak?
3: It was. And that Mike no Morgan was standing there, and he, he was subbing for somebody. And he goes, well, we're missing a guy. He says, why don't you come over here and bowl? So he did. Guess what? Yeah. <laughs> we, we did some serious damage. <laughs>
1: talking about the invitationals and obviously that big post that had come up oh. about uh, whether women should be allowed to bowl and you know whether it's men's worlds whether it's invitationals and the comment that I had made uh, on the podcast and actually on the thread as well is I think whenever you're building a team especially a scratch team you should build your team with the best bowlers, with the best bowlers. Mm-hmm. and I'm sorry if there's I average about 104-105 if you have the option between me or Maddie Kelly <laughs> to win a match and you pick me you're a moron <laughs> Like, and, and that's how to put myself down No. but she's funny. she's a better bowler than I am she's averaging what once I think 117 last year. or something yeah I was going like to say 116 so yeah right around that 116 117 that's ten pins better than me, and yeah, back to, maybe I could beat her for a match here or there because everybody, you know, one string anything can happen. But over the course of three games, five games a season, she's going to end up on, on, you know, with the with the higher score. And that you got to put your team in the best position to win. I don't care. Well,
3: you know, it's funny when I looked at Nate Neely's post, I understood exactly what he was saying, but it was worded so oh, poorly So, and bad. so it just, was the it, apology. <laughs> then, yeah, it was it's like true. almost a you know, when you apologize and you say but then it's not really an apology. Yeah. So anytime you say I'm sorry. Black. I've, no. always,
1: I've <laughs> always heard if you say statement A, but I'm about to prove statement A. Yes, false. right. right.
3: <laughs> yes. I did, I did, I did. I, I, like you said I got what he was saying it was just horribly horribly worded it was worded. really badly worded didn't I? I said that and I said I know what he's saying it's a, it's a shame that you can't field an all guy team right but you shouldn't be saying it's a sad day because you're recruiting women because that's right. just it's so awful I'm like wow but that was their choice to take her
1: exactly and that was the other statement I made too I think I said it on the podcast podcast with Lori. they should never change men's worlds that you have to pick a woman up because then you become mixed right. yeah. but right. I think if a captain decides I think we're in a better position if we pick up set female bowler they should be able to I think you you feel the best team yeah I don't think Nate. I don't think Nate picked I don't know what team Maddie bowled on
2: Maddie didn't bowl
0: this year last year she was on the team I would have been on Oh, see, yeah, she, she pretty well.
1: She pulled
3: very ball ball. Ball.
1: Well, don't think Nate ball. put Lori on to hurt his team. Like, he, oh no, he, he didn't. He has ten spots to use, and he picked Lori because he knows she can bowl.
3: Ta- I thought ten was a little bit much.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> now the problem is people and, are going to say for, it. Uh, and I think Jeremy said this too. Seven, eight is kind of that seven sweet eight, spot. Seven, eight. Yeah. Because it's at what point do you start saying if you're on the bench for you know six games, seven games, eight games, you go? How well, you know, effective are you going to be? Well, also, I want to bowl. Like I didn't
0: yeah, pay this right. money. Yeah, I
3: didn't come here to sit and watch. Yeah.
1: I, I I feel like seven's the sweet spot,
0: but sometimes they have that eighth guy just in case there you know might be an injury or somebody that may
1: not be able to go the whole week. See, I always thought it was insane, and uh, you know when I we talked to Tommy as well when teams I I don't know how ladies' internationally work, but when when guys went out with five. Just five. I yeah. thought that was insane. And it was like, well, you know, they're yeah. going to bowl every string. Even if you had a guy that was never going to bowl, I'm surprised they never just brought a six guy, because it was a Matt Pinkle who got hurt on, this, on the first string. Yeah. Well, I mean, what happens, I think Dave Chester got hurt early at uh, Mixed Worlds. Uh, not Mixed Worlds, at the Invitational. But what happens, you go up there and you tear your bicep. Does your team, like, that's it. Oh, was
2: that, it. Well, that happened to us when we bowled in the um, Mixed Worlds. And they happened, we happened to have three women on the team. Yeah. Well, the second box in, she tore her. I shredded my, butt, uh, my rotator cuff. And <laughs>
3: yeah, we had Celeste Buckmore. Just gonna, She was just going to be there to suck once in a while for yeah. me and Janet. She up 20. She did the whole weekend. every single... Yeah. It's
1: what, 20? It like
3: 23. It was six. a lot of it games. It was a lot of games. Yeah.
1: You bowled a lot up there.
0: I, I, I still say that tournament's harder than the, like, more of an endurance thing yeah. than, like, the... Uh, worlds. I've well, never bowled. Well, that's
2: what all our all our tournaments are. Our, our August tournament mm-hmm. and our November tournament, like yeah. that. It's one string matches. Yeah. And I think one string matches are harder because, yeah, because anybody can be anybody, anybody on any
3: given one string. string. In one game. Yeah. In one game. We, it, we've lost just some, te- some teams we shouldn't have lost to. We've, oh my God! It's like it's killer. <laughs>
1: I've only gone up there as a spectator. It just seems like so much fun and you get to see so many people and yeah. like you said that once you matches anything yeah. can happen yeah. And, yeah. and there's a lot of upsets up there.
2: Right. The, the best team doesn't always win.
1: Yeah.
3: Well, every time I lose I'm upset, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: a good
2: Now, now in the,
0: you guys have bowled in the Women's Internationals so many times. Well, what are your, some of your favorite memories? Obviously, you just said you, know, you won or do you have any like, just great stories? Nate says you guys are full of stories.
3: I... I <laughs> probably a lot of them we can't tell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we, I mean, we, we've had a lot of fun going up to Canada as well. Canada actually has been fun to go to because it's
2: someplace different to go to. Yeah. Um, we did a double uh, we, uh, we were Chinese going, fire drill one time. On Saturday night, we were going to dinner. Our, our team was, <laughs> was Park was Place and Tony, and, and Tony Marie's team. We were going out to dinner and we were at a red light, so we decided we were going to do a Chinese fire drill. Which is illegal so, up there, by the way. So Tony Marie <laughs> decided she pulled she pulled her van right up to our bumper. So Carol Donnie was sitting in the front seat, oh, and then Peggy Deb DeRocha t- and Peggy Tosi were sitting in the middle, and Nancy and I were sitting in the back. And yeah. Peggy and Car- Carol says, when you go out, go to the front. Well, Carol got out, Peggy got out. They went the opposite <laughs> way right and right, in. <laughs> right into each other.
3: And then, uh, I'm sorry, Deb, I gotta tell you, but I say it, but um, Deb got out and she goes, Oh my God, I just pissed myself like a little <laughs> kid. I've been laughing so hard. She was
2: laughing. It so was so, so, so funny. So Nancy and I were the Janet only ones. couldn't even look at each other when we were laughing so, so hard. Nancy and I were the only ones that ran around both cars, got back into the van, and just could not stop laughing. Every
3: time we looked at each other, I, you know, I was sitting there, and I could feel her going like this, start the whole thing all over again. Yeah. And then we went to a Chinese restaurant, and, it was, yeah. and we were going up, no, it was a keg, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It was, we had bowled 21 games and we had to go straight upstairs. And Peggy Tosi went, looked, bent over and looked up the stairs, and she, she turned to Janet and said, That's that a lot of stairs, big girl. It's going to take a four hour
2: big girl to walk up take those a stairs. Four hour. <laughs>
3: like, it, it probably did, too. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Can,
0: that's the great thing about those like those long tournaments You know, the time that you guys spend together that you normally don't I mean I know you guys have been friends forever but like I don't really hang around a lot of my bowling friends but to spend that week together weekend together is
3: it yeah you get into a lot of trouble too <laughs>
1: Well, like I said I've only gone up as a spectator just like going out to dinner afterwards as a, team. Yeah. a lot of times you end up going to the same places as other teams, other teams and it yeah, was four or five teams and right. it's like those are the people that you know, you're know you battling and then all of a sudden you know, you're know, bowlers. shots
2: and, well, yeah, and then well, you start getting the alcohol involved yeah. and it, 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 it makes it so much it's like okay last
3: time we went to the tournament we told everybody the waitress it was Nikki's birthday and yeah. it wasn't so she comes over with a cake <laughs> and Nikki's like it's not my birthday <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, but it's not no my birthday <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, we've had some good times. And uh, for Dave Dorman, um, the reason we drink the root beer, McGillicuddy, is why, Janet?
2: To loosen up our bones. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> oil. The Besides oil. oil, Besides that, tequila yeah, the is, uh, one tequila, two, two tequilas. Tequila, three, three tequilas, four. Four, <laughs> four. And we drink at least three shots <laughs> while we're bowling. So.
1: <laughs> Everything like, feels a little bit better. I
2: don't yeah. know if I can do hard liquor while bowling. It's just um, a shot. It,
1: it, what about you space it? It's spaced out. You weren't doing hard liquor at uh, Worlds? Oh, God, no. Really? Because no. I remember going up there, and Jeremy looked like he was already in the tank. I think it was Thursday or Friday. That not, no,
0: that was Friday, and I was 100% in the tank.
1: And he, big <laughs> grin on his face. Holding, I must have just been a beer then. And I went, hey, how you bowling? He goes, I bowled well. And I said, oh, awesome. You guys still on the hunt? He goes, oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> that, that wasn't so That was the year I bowled with Ben Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. It. And, and was it Tuesday, Wednesday? We, I mean, we were in strings. But ultimately, I mean... Yeah, we were a throw-together team, and we were just hoping to make some noise. I mean, we, we weren't—I we, think we all knew we were Was that the one at Lakeside? Yeah. 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 yeah, I mean, we did well for ourselves. Yes. But by, by Friday, I mean, it was— yes. <laughs>
1: Here, that's when like, I probably got a day off work to come up and watch. I remember, so, oh god,
3: no, I remember that <laughs> so vividly. Just bowling, when you're like Hammond is a challenge. One time we did that. We she won the tour, right? With at Sunnyside. The 1310. Sunny yeah. 1310 at Sunnyside. <laughs>
2: yeah. And then at that time they had the Chinese restaurant across the street. Across the
3: we went over there. It was my
2: birthday. Mm-hmm. We went over there and Karen McCormick was with us and her we son get Ethan. We get drunk a little bit. <laughs> and he, he was looking at the Chinese calendar and he goes, um Who's the pig? Who's the pig? Who's a pig, and then Nancy <laughs> goes, I am, and it kind of like broke her. I was already. She was not in a very good mood because she didn't bowl real well. Right. And then we just continued to drink, yeah. so, and then yeah. we, had, and we, we had decided
3: that, to go bowling. Yeah. We, we had a league, and we decided to go bowling, which was kind of funny in a way <laughs> because we were like falling over the rack, but we still throw like one thirty games. Yeah. <laughs> but but, bull- then,
0: but then you have like. Uh, I don't know about now, but I know years ago, like Baker, who, who only got better like the more he drank. Yeah, him and McKinley. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Maybe I don't know if uh, Mikey Morgan was the same way or not.
3: He was he back in the day, and then he, then he stopped then he drinking and. I was, I was friends with his mother. I worked with his mother. Oh, wow. Yeah, a long time. And then she said to me, I knew you were a good bowler." She said, do you know my sons? And her, na- her last name is Barbara Hart. Um, and I said, no, I don't think so. And she goes, you don't know the Morgan brothers? And I said, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's sure so everybody weird. does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were talking about like probably in 79. Oh, OK. 79, yeah, 79. Yeah, yeah. So they were new on the scene, and I was fairly new on the scene, too. So. Um, yeah (laughs) but but that's that's why Dave
1: (laughs) I remember we had a tournament here one day and I told Jeremy I said hey Baker McKinley just signed up and Jeremy was still managing the place at the time like this was so long ago and Jeremy goes huh I'm going to order another cake about light
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: but uh, one of my favorite matches of, of yours, Janet, actually, we have a mutual friend, Jack Daly. Jack Daly, we about that. <laughs> he, so we both kind of came up around the same time. Yeah. So when we first started hitting roll offs, it, like, it was a competition, I'm like, all right, who's going to make TV first? Who's going to make TV first? He made the ladder before I did. Yeah. And I think he threw like seven oh six Yes, he did. The, he like that right. He, threw that really, really yeah. well. he shows up to Monday night and he goes, Ah, oh, he goes he goes, I made the I think you guys qualified first, right? Oh no, second. Second. Yeah. And I'm like, oh I'm like sweet. He's like the mixed level show. Like, Who you paired with? He was on paired with Janet. And I'm like, oh crap. I'm
3: like, there you go. <laughs> I'm
0: like nice. And it was it was interesting because going into the third string, I think you guys swapped We
2: did. I mean we were up I I, I I can't remember it was Baker though, right? Yeah, but it was up we were up like twenty a three but we still that's not a secure lead especially with Baker. Was it Baker or were you balling Tommy? No, no it was Baker. Baker Baker Baker. Baker and and Tony Wellspring. Oh, it was the first yeah. match oh, yeah. oh, okay. yeah. that we pulled, the semifinals. Yeah, he did. He put me last, and we'd get dwindling, 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 dwindling. And actually, Baker could have put it out of reach, and he didn't. So they gave me a shot, and I needed 20 to tie.
3: You had that impossible star shot. That
2: was yeah, I had the 4 seven long. ten. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. I just remember watching it. It was such a great match just so fun. And he talked about it like that one He goes, Yeah, he goes, We talked about it. It's just, I'm like, Yeah, no, I'm putting you in that position just because you had been there before and he didn't want to be the but one you, to.
3: Didn't you have that piece of wood? Yeah. And you went over the over wood. The, and the, the went went over, over the wood. The four went over the wood and hit the <laughs> seven. And, and, ten and it was so funny because Deverygan said, it. She <laughs> goes, That bitch didn't even use the wood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then voice. we bowled then we bowled um, <laughs> so Tommy Morgan. <laughs> and yeah. it was
2: like, I know, but she's in good. So. Yeah. Then we pulled Tommy Morgan and um, Karen McCormick Karen. in yeah. the finals. Yeah. And they came out like a house of fire. Tommy, we, uh, uh, yeah, Tommy came out with a bomb right out the bat. Yeah. Yeah, they they had like four or five marks right in a row we were down like thirty or forty pins right off and then we cut it back to twenty and then we just went haywire. And then yeah. it went by a lot and we threw yeah. Karen it wasn't the kind of person I would like to lose. But I, I remember <laughs> saying, I'm looking at that and going, who the hell is Jack Daly? <laughs> yes. I, I, I'm, <laughs> going, was, I'm going, great. You know, especially <laughs> yeah. in that kind of th- competition, you want somebody that it's you know. established. yeah. Right. Not, not so much established, but somebody that you know can boom, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, had, I knew nothing Take about home. him. Kick him off. Oh, yeah, well, yeah she, oh, absolutely. But it was just like... We were really nervous
1: that like the high five that he threw was like a fluky and it wasn't yeah. going to translate to TV. Yeah, absolutely,
2: yeah. because people do do that.
1: Yeah, someday I'll do that. <laughs>
2: I'll throw a fluky
1: Smart. game. <laughs> you know, like throwing a one seventy five and following it up with a eighty one. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk. I threw a one seventy five <laughs> in a tournament, and it was the first time that I was bowling against like a lot of better bowlers. And Brian Heffernan. It was the first time I ever met him. Walked over to me and said, how come you don't go on Pro Series events? And I said, I just can't drink. I was like a 94 average at the time, but I threw the 175, which is still my high single. He said, how come you, uh, before that game, my high single was 146. So I just, I went, what, strike, 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 nine drop for a spare strike. I just went off for whatever reason. And then, so yeah, he, he asked me about the Pro Series. I, said, I can't string them together. He said, you throw a ball like that, you can bowl against anybody. And then I followed it up with a no <laughs> mark 81. I put my sneakers on. He walked by me and went, that's why I don't bowl in the Pro Series. <laughs> yeah, I,
2: I,
0: I always called out the Reggie
1: DeLine.
2: Yeah. I
0: bowled with him for a two years. in his own mind. My first two years in, a, in an adult. League work with, with Reggie oh every God. single time he'd throw 160, 170, followed up with like a 92. Jeez. <laughs> nice guy, a little weird, but he, he's a lot of weird, <laughs> a lot of weird, but nice guy. He was okay, he was nice to me.
3: Yeah, he's, uh, it was you know, I used to pull this, and you probably never heard the name, but this girl, Jan Sickenberger. And, she's uh, actually from Millis. Yes, she is. Every time, I only know that because I recently watched one of her shows and I said, Millis, I'm like, oh. Huh. No every single time I bowled Jan Stickenberger, I would throw like a 150. She did not want to see me coming in the building. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was just amazing. And I'm like, Janet goes, you want to move it? I'm like, no, I'm, I'm good going to this game. <laughs> I like bowling against her. Did she,
2: either of you guys get a chance to bowl against Stacia? I didn't. Uh, no, no, no,
3: only on the tour, but that was it. My, actually, she kind of predicted my first tour win. Really? It was in um, Framingham. Framingham. Janet and I were bowling bowling together. Um, it, was it, was like, a, a it was a weekend that was a snowstorm. So yeah, I it was bl- divided over two days. Oh, wow. So Saturday was called off, and we were bowling on Sunday. And um, they put some a uh, pool up, and who was going to win the pool, or whatever, and. Uh, Fred picked me, I think he felt he probably had to pick me since I was his wife, and uh, Stacia said, no, that's a good pick, I think she'll probably win, and I ended up winning it, and I had to wait until the following week, because the, the, the next shift was going to be next Saturday, in the meantime, my friend had gotten married, and I had gone to Canada, and uh, my mother called me while I was up in Canada, and she said, um, "Some." named name Tony called and said you won something and he needs a picture. <laughs> and I said, "Was it Tony Zernegi?" And she goes, "That name sounds familiar." <laughs> so that was how I found out I won my first tour. Oh wow! Tour. Yeah, have actually his first second. Yeah. Oh wow! And that tour—that's the
2: only time we ever that, like, finished first second. We did you one too? Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. No, I, I never had
0: the chance to meet to meet Stacia. And I mean, I worked for Helen's Lou for years, and she yeah. always said
1: that she was just. One of the nicest people she is. She was. She was she absolutely. Was. Yeah. So when you got that call for the Hall of Fame, what was that feeling like to be told you know
2: Hall of Fame status in the game? Awesome. I yeah. mean that was a that was a goal at some point. It yeah. turned into a goal that to get into the Hall of Fame. Um, yeah, and I was only 50. i just. I actually when they when That'd they voted. Like that's the first ballot, right? Yeah. <laughs> when they. Um, when they do the voting, I wasn't even 50 yet. Yeah. As long as you're 50, so that's I was just on the website and I was Because yeah, it wasn't, was, uh, 2008. Yeah. So.
3: It, I, I, I didn't. There was no question that she was uh, going to be in the hall of fame. I mean, absolutely.
2: No, just, there, there shouldn't be.
3: No, and it, you know, it's kind of. Did, did you guys go the same year? No, no
2: she went. She no, wasn't 50. I'm
3: she was way was younger than her. So. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, she went three years later. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm 16 months younger than her. Not that I let her know
1: that at any time. <laughs> so, how does it? Do, do you get a call? Do you get a letter? Like, how do you know that they voted you in? Then, this question for both. A call, call.
3: Yeah. From, a, and then you get a letter. To, a letter.
1: Yeah. 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 And was it just? Was it a relief? Did you? I mean, did you feel like you were locked when when they when you were on the ballot or? Yeah,
3: yeah. I I wasn't worried. I know
2: Nancy
1: was worried. You were.
3: I, I didn't know that I that I was that she had enough. Really good enough to be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, I had. a Lot of things. And I went to the tour six times, but and basically that's what Timmy said did it. He said you just look at that six tour wins and
1: yeah. Because I know we had Steve on. He was talking about his dad, how he has everything, what yeah. but Channel Five basically. And it's tough because you sit there and you wait, and you wait, you wait, and then you know it must have been such a relief to see you know.
2: You made it. Well, the thing is about the tour, it's all. I mean, the the, the Hall of Fame, it's individual. It's right. not what you do, not team stuff. Yeah, with right. other people. Right. You know, doubles, teams, whatever. And yeah. a lot of people it's easier to bowl in those type of things because the pressure's not always on you okay and you can put up huge numbers right but can you do it I mean it is an inter- in any sport it's yeah. all individual mm-hmm. what you um, accomplish right right to, to get into a hall of fame so it's not any different there and I don't know why people you know get so upset when they say certain people don't get in right it's because you don't have the individual numbers but didn't Alfie say that
1: he they couldn't bowl, think he was a better individual bowler than a team bowler? He yeah, just he, he, said, started, he said Atkins told him that. Yeah, he said, yeah, I don't know why I'm straight <laughs> up here, because he I'm going to tell you Alfie, don't get mad at me. He goes, you're not a team bowler, that's what he told him. <laughs> so then he ended up going off the next day and bowling really well, yeah. but just that aspect, I think it is, it's a different mentality. I know. Like Tommy had said it too with like the Canadians, they're all they're very team oriented. Right, they, you know, the, everything That's they all
2: have out. up there is all
1: yeah. all yeah. team stuff. So
2: for them to even get in is is, is difficult. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's it's just it all
1: depends. You know? I think it is because we are starting to see more of a movement towards that team aspect. It has
2: to change, and they have to. Uh, uh, once our the last part of our generation is exhausted, everybody that can get in, right. they kind of have to change. The, uh, the, the criteria. criteria The criteria yeah. So Yeah To include that I
3: mean, like I Glennis? I don't know.
2: I don't you know. I mean, Glennis is
3: a great bowler. She's but a great I'm not bowler, sure if she has enough. Yeah, because she was never like on Channel Five. Even though she's like, I think one of the best woman bowlers that ever walked. Right. And you know, it's what do you? still, still a damn good bowler. Still oh a damn God. good bowler. Right. I I would love to bowl with Glenis at any time, any given moment. She's and she's a lot of fun. Yeah. She, she's a lot of fun. A lot of sweet,
2: but she sweet, wouldn't sweet Um. Yeah. She does. I don't know. Her resume wouldn't.
3: But she was mad stick. at Janet and I one time. And every time she bowled us, she'd Kick her <laughs> she kicked our ass. She, because um, we had said, I had said that she has the best shit wall I've ever seen because it just mixes. Yeah. And she took it wrong. She thought that I was saying that she had a shit ball. <laughs> that we were, yeah. No, I said, no. That's a compliment. I said, my God, I have a shit
2: wall. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but she's got TV appearances, right? Yeah. Yeah, she has on TL50 and then. Yeah, that's right. I, you know, don't, I don't I know that she, she ever won a tour, does she? She, uh, she, she did shit. No. I know she got, She won Rookie of the Year. One time, I, I threw it right? thir-
3: 1305, and Glennis came in out of the money with, like, a 1230. <laughs> it was, like, crazy. There were that many that's, high yeah. scores in between. But
2: that's it when, was, yeah, paid. when they had, like, 54. That and was in pay, Yeah, it yeah. didn't pay a lot of places. but No, it paid,
3: it paid like... Seven or eight, yeah. Places, yeah, it was
2: huge. Well, like you said, I
0: mean, we're we're gonna have to once you get through, like say, like, like Baker, yeah, and obviously Jeff, yeah. Even though Jeff's younger than me, yeah. but but he, <laughs> but, but I mean, he's gonna be Jeff's probably gonna be like the last. Group of those guys from like Channel 50 and Comcast right. and stuff yeah. like that. You can you can base TV on like a week. Do You I, start I basing it off
1: like the. the, the I don't think you, it's got to be pro series.
0: Pro Somebody series. brought up Easter Classic. Well, I
3: said to Sarah, I said I feel bad for you guys because you don't have right like the platform that we had. Uh,
1: right, you know. right.
0: I mean, I, I had I only had Channel 50 for
1: like five years.
0: Right.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's, it is. Tough. I mean, we have a couple of shows. I know, like Alfie's trying to bring back the um, yes that, that aspect of it. Um, I don't know if we're going to get back to it, but the New England like Hopefully, we can bring that back at some point too. But those are scratch when tournaments. Did
3: they, when did they cancel the mixed doubles on? Jim, remember? We, Janet and I, were both scheduled. I, I we, we had were finally, chief. yeah, I bowled with Tim looking and we, on that. we made finally had made the show, and, and then the they show canceled, and then canceled it. it. Oh, no. yeah. oh. And it was Joe and Sharon Tavenis. They were yeah, and Bobby, Mary Ann Kelly. Bobby and Ann Kelly. that's how long ago was that? that was that, that the last
2: year for Channel Five? No, it was be. It was before the last year. Of Channel Five might have been. It might have been ninety two or so. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they just got rid of doubles on the, the doubles, yeah. yeah. Oh, the okay. double WSK. show, yeah, yeah. 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 It was a shame. yeah, because
0: 96 was the last year for the, uh, Yeah, because I, I remember when my dad was a mixed league on Sunday nights, they had a petition going around
1: Fairway to bring back the double show. Yeah. But so yeah. then they just got rid of the show altogether. Yeah, it's yeah they just dropped shit, it. right. It's like... It's such a shit, because, like, you're right, there is no real platform for it. And outside of, you know, maybe a couple, like, Alfie's tournament, New England Candlepins, um, the Pro Series, which even that some of those, I mean, the, the one you have is a three-person... For the Pro Series uh, title. Yeah. So there are still that those team aspects right. of it too. And they're going they're going to have to change what the criteria is. They going to, put people to in. change with the game.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I think it, and it, it is going to get tricky for them. Whoever has those votes at that point. So and then the question is, you go back and look at those other people that maybe had more team accolades when you're looking at the people of this generation. Well, they'd have
2: to get re-nominated. I mean, they right. maybe could get in by that because that
1: there's time. new criteria. Right. right? So. Somebody had asked a question too: bowling through injuries. Like it's it, when you have these, you know, 116, 118, 120 plus averages, and then injuries happen. You can't maintain those averages. What, what types of things? I think Cheech asked this question. What types of things do you do to get back on the lanes and and bowl, knowing that you know you're not averaging what you once were? I know we joked that Decline averages 117, and he says that he sucks because it's not 128.
3: Yeah. It's um, it, it's really hard. When I mean, I had right elbow surgery, and I've had both my knees replaced, and Janice had both her shoulders done. But the hardest one for me, even even one of my knees was coming back from having that right elbow repaired. Yeah. Because I started to throw the ball different to protect it. So when I, you know, it's all about repetition. you The right. muscle memory. So when I started coming back my body couldn't figure out whether I was supposed to throw it this way or this way. Yeah. So half the, I didn't know where the ball was going half the time. And uh, it was just a matter of kind of shutting off my brain Yeah. and letting it kind of remember. And I, I could tell you there was a moment when we were bowling in the pro league and I needed to make a shot. And Janet said, we really need this shot. And I was like, "Just to think don't throw the ball in the gutter, but you can't think don't throw the ball in the gutter because guess what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's <laughs> going right in <laughs> the gutter. So, and my thought process changed at that moment. It was like, how am I going to make this? Right. And I, and I did, and I think I came roaring back after that and actually won the Massachusetts um, All Events title that year after having the surgery. So. Just, how long ago was that? Oh, I had the surgery. in 2000, 2000. A long time ago. I've never had a problem with that before. But with the knees I had a problem coming back because it was a start and stop yeah. when I am coming back COVID hits you know you take three weeks off yeah. and you trying to bowl again and then you take six months off it's like I'm never yeah. going to get back into a rhythm again but it's all about repetition yeah. you know what I mean
1: Dave it's Chester just, Cove was on this podcast and he said something uh, that I, cause we were, his, his son is in our kids league and uh, yeah, there's no pressure by the way trying to coach a kids league with Dave Chester Cove <laughs> over your shoulder by the way but he had a line that I that that uh, resonated with me, where he said, "Everyone always says practice makes perfect, but that's not true. Practice makes permanent." And back to what you were saying, where it's like you have your your body's trying to do one thing, but your muscle memory's trying to do another thing. You're trying to break some permanent habits that you had to yeah. try to kind of almost reteach yourself how to.
3: Hold. We used to um, when we were struggling sometimes go and play games. Yeah, like you know you you both one two three or you'd uh, place one seven ten. Or odds and evens, just so you could sharpen your skills a little bit on on certain things. And by the way, Bobby Whitcomb, I need help with the six (laughs) pin.
2: Once you get that,
1: he'll move you to the three (laughs) pin (laughs) too.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah, I believe that even if you just go and practice, just and and want to throw scores, I think you're it's more of a hindrance. I think if you make it fun, I think if you make it fun and and work on just games, I think it helps you much more.
1: I can see that too. Because I know just that relearning how to bowl, and I know I told the story before, but... Um my wife Caitlin was up at uh, Mixed Worlds, and she was she was struggling a little bit ever since um, she had. We had our second kid. I, mean, I didn't do anything; I just watched. But she <laughs> she had she had Kinsley, and she was struggling to come back. And she said, "It's all my release time." And Amy Doobie said, "It's not your release time. Your release is fine. Your feet are going up too quick. If you slow your feet down, it'll catch up to your
3: arm." How about that, Janet? We've tweeted Amy on that. <laughs>
1: Yes, so see, it, all re- it all resonated <laughs> down, and, I, and you know, so it took some time to get back, but I know, like, she just she threw her first three hundred since having Kinsley, so it's like things are starting to click back. And it's, it's just these little things, and it's not necessarily just you know going. I need the big scores. It's just yeah. going, getting back to some fundamental that's things. Definitely. Yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, I'm missing my, my nine drops, but I'm like at least I'm throwing them. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's that's the thing because before I wasn't throwing them. And, uh,
0: I remember, was it, it was the mixed doubles out on the bear? You sent me a message because I don't think I was gonna bowl. And you're like, oh, oh yes. Yeah, somebody needs a bowl, or you're like, like I'm like, who needs a bowler? Like, to be oh. fair, I didn't
1: know who anybody was in the game. I was brand new. Because
0: well, you just said like, you, you, I think you just said Janet. I'm like, oh Janet needs a partner. I'm like, who? I'm like who? Because like, I didn't know you. Said I think that. you wrote back. I'll think
1: about it. Is what oh,
0: I'll think about it, and then I I think I like waited like five minutes. Like wait a minute, Janet Pock. You're like, yeah. I'm like yeah well. <laughs> but then you, when I message you you're like are you sure you want to do this I like, I'm, I'm like 100% I want to do this <laughs>
3: I'm like why would I not take that opportunity why would you not want to go to that
1: yeah, when I first was running that tournament, I had no idea who anybody was. So people would ask me, me am like, sounds good. And I would tell them, like, do you know, know who that is? No. <laughs> I know of them. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard people tell me stories a while yeah. ago. Yeah, every once in a while, I ask Jeremy who somebody is, and he goes, I'm taking away your bowling nerd card.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, I mean, your, Janet, your Hall of Fame class, I mean, you had, what was it? Uh, Lipkey? it was Lipki, it was Lipkey? Was Mike, Tommy and Mike Morgan. Tom,
2: okay, so they went in together. Yeah. Um, John Zernicki, maybe? Yeah, no. Yeah, John Zernicki. Um, I don't know. Tim, Tommy, and Mike. I
1: mean, I remember it was stacked. There's a rule on this show. So you always have to forget one person. Yeah, there is and one person. Have, right as the even. podcast ends, you have to go, Oh, I know, <laughs> I <laughs> forgot. And it's funny, because every time I'm at Paramount,
0: that... That poster is up, 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 yeah. up on the wall. Yeah. I just yeah, never that looked was at a, it. I'm like, that was, a oh, class, that, was yeah. that was stacked stacked that class. That was a stacked class. I mean, Nancy, yours was pretty. I was okay. Yeah. It was okay. Who was in your class? I think
3: Bert. Nope. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, um, uh, Joe Tabinis was in a. Yeah. Really can't remember because I was just like. Looks
1: like they're updating the I C B A Hall of Fame page. So unfortunately, we can't. I was just it.
3: too nervous to uh, even think about it because I didn't want to have to speak speak yeah. everybody. Yeah. I was like, Are you kidding me? <laughs> who do, who nominated you? We nominated, nominated each other. Oh, you did. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We I kind of figured, figured. Yeah. yeah. Kind of <laughs> figured at that point. You know, we've been bowling together for
2: a hundred years. Yeah. Well, the thing is, the toughest part is is trying to find out information. Right.
1: Right.
3: Um, Unless um, you um, kept it. All, yeah, because when records. you're when you're a kid and you're bowling good, you're not thinking to yourself, I need right. this stuff. So when I, you know, get nominated for the Hall of Fame, there's
0: right. only a handful of people. I mean, right now, I mean, if Steve Reynolds ready to go in. He's ready with every oh, yeah. single score he's thrown since 1975. 19, yeah. I think Mark, Gregory, knows Mark Gregory. might be the same way. I that book. I exactly. I remember W skip score, and then I think maybe like is. Yes, yeah, his so, mother or father. Yeah. Like, whatever pro tour event then he'd have his scrapbook. Right. He has a record of every single score. Yeah,
3: yeah, and, and, and every, everything of everybody who bowled with him. It, it's in the little book. Yeah. Like,
0: I mean it sounds like a great idea but I would just yeah. forget
1: it like once. a big I'm
3: good at remembering my numbers but somebody else's
1: Bob Lee came in and he had what a laptop a tablet three notebooks a clipboard and I said I don't think <laughs> anybody's going to come in here with more information than you do and then uh, was it the next podcast or two podcasts later we had Steve Reno in, and he had boxes of like scrapbooks of like WCBC tours he, and he didn't even get a chance to open it because we I, like, was, I was looking at it while we were bowling
0: but yeah he has every like WC. CBC result from the time he started till the time it ended, like it, it was. It was incredible. newspaper clippings. Do we get
1: Tommy's score from that? Or we not? got his dad's score from that. But Tommy's wasn't in there. No, we have to get that from Tommy. So we have a. We started doing house highs what 2014 because we realized we weren't tracking it. So it was a 175, then it was a 184, then it was a 189, and then we posted that Jay Cook threw a 194. And when we posted, Steve commented back saying Tommy has a 200 in that house and yeah. Tommy confirmed he does but we're not going to put it on Jake's said immediately every time we say he has a record he always goes it's unofficial because he knows Tommy's is lurking somewhere we just have to find right. it mm-hmm. so as soon as we can get the score and the date we're going to replace well, we it well so we, we have the
0: date
1: so we have the date yeah just not the score we just don't know the exact score When we had Tommy in here asking him he, he knew that he, he, he thinks it was a 206 I think he said he for, said 206 and yeah sometime in that tournament
0: Harry Greenoff threw a 187 yeah so you throw at one eighty-seven, and you're not the high string
1: for the tournament. Eh. And, and Tommy it. told the story, that he, <laughs> and uh, about he bowled a ten-stringer here, and he was supposed to. Then after he finished here, go bowl in Brighton at um, Sammy White's. Yeah. And he was, his first five wasn't that great. So then he just said, oh, I'm not bowling Sammy White's. And then he went off through the 200, 206, or whatever it was. And he just, I guess i will go to Sammy White's. I
0: just, <laughs> I just can't imagine.
1: Like
0: He said he won for three strings. He, he won over 500,
1: he said. Yeah, I, I can't imagine bowling a 10-stringer and then hopping in my car and driving 45 minutes to an hour and then bowling 10 on more strings somewhere. It so was the a different time. time. No, I understand. I just, I it's can't. like
3: when I hear the kids days, like they bowl, five games and they're like, oh, I'm so sore. And I'm like, oh my God, I could have for all day long and thrown 25 games and then bowled the next day, and it wouldn't have bothered
0: me. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I woke up the next day after the 10-stringer last week, and my body was not happy of a year old. Well, we bowled <laughs> 20, the
3: 20-stringer, 20 yeah. but, but oh my god, I was, I mean, we were in our 40s then, I and mean, yeah. I was in my 20s, and could have bowled all day and all night, wouldn't have thought twice about it, you know. Well, then again, I don't throw the ball 130 miles an hour. I'm in my 40s now? So in I'm officially able old. to be <laughs> achy. Yes, yes, you can be aching now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I feel like once you hit that 40 mark, you're like, okay, it's okay to complain about this. Yeah. And Janet
3: a, and I need extra oil. <laughs>
1: yeah. I had a, a bowler in our kids' league. Like, I don't think she listens, but she finished the three strings. She stood up, and she, like, grabbed her back. Oh, and I was like, God. you're way too young for this. Yeah. I told her if her team had a nickname, it would be Team Glass because they're too fragile. Oh,
3: yeah. <laughs> it's, it's some of these kids. It's, it's really funny, though. You know, and it's, I just don't understand. <laughs> I don't.
1: <laughs> so there's so many to mention, but one of the questions I was asked, what do you feel, this bowl individual, is your greatest accomplishment in the game?
2: Um, my live show. one? My live show. The last show. I've thrown three 400s on Channel 5 The women threw five, and I threw three of them.
1: That's crazy. 60% of all 400s. And you, and
2: you think about it, I mean, Stacey never threw one. Tony Marie never threw one. I mean, there were some great women bowlers before me on that, that you know neither one of them ever threw a 400. Who threw the other two? Um, Shelly, um, Shelly, yeah, Shelly Carr and Beth Peterson. Shelly Carr threw a 400, Beth Peterson threw the 408, and then I threw two 408s and the 422. Just a cut that that, that, that that's crazy. So, over 40 years or 30 years of,
1: yeah, of scores, only 500, five for the race, and I have three of them.
3: Oh, she goes talking about herself. <laughs> well, down here, what
1: do you feel like is your greatest accomplishment?
3: I had a single accomplishment single,
1: yeah, you, you get to pick one.
3: I, don't know. I mean I think the 1305 that I threw yeah. early was uh, that was something special. I had um Karen McCormick chasing me because she wanted to be She was going to, Joanne was going to win the Bowler of the Year because just the way it was. But I was, Karen was very close to me the runner-up Bowler of the Year. And I threw a 6.68 or something for my first five. And she looked at Craig, she was was standing there, she goes, well, I guess that um, I'm not going to be runner-up this year. (laughs) But I threw, during that period of time, the first three strings. I started with a 170 game. And you know we used to have the pool and everything. And I didn't win the pool. I threw one seventy, didn't win. Donna Bansy had a one eighty one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then I threw a, a one fifty four or something like that. One forty. Let think about this. One forty one. One forty two. Yeah. So I threw one forty two and I won that one. And then I threw another one forty two for my four fifty four triple. And that's why I said the lottery—it absolutely counts. <laughs> I threw my first three out of ten was a 454, and then I threw the 1300. So I had my two of my highs came on that day. But that 189 game that I threw in Park Place—that was my high single with my four bag. And
1: then the last question that Cheech had, had a. He had the the longest uh, list of questions. Who would win in a fight between Nicole and Sarah?
3: Well, that's that's tough. I mean, I I saw them have a fight one time... when they were like 12 and 14 years old. But they could have been training since then. Oh my god! I'd have to call it a draw. <laughs> I wouldn't want to pick one over the other because they can both hit pretty hard.
1: Gotta <laughs> <It could laughs> be something in the gene pool. I had,
3: I, had, I, had to, I had to bring Nikki home one time and she was really mad and didn't want to go home. And she was whacking me and I, I leaned over her and my mother. I can still hear my mother's voice saying, "Don't leave any marks." <laughs> <laughs>
0: Usually, I like to finish up with this question. Like, who was your your favorite bowler
2: to watch? Or anyone that you looked up to? Anything. Just... Mine would be Dan Murphy. Because I grew up in in the same house as him, and I learned an absolute lot from him. He's probably one of the best wood players ever around. And I used to watch him just make... Incredible woodshops. I actually meant to ask you that because you said you you bowled at, at Beltmore, so yeah. you, you must have had quite a amount of time with him. Yeah, and I bowled with him a couple of years in, in the states. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we I, I bowled with his wife Cheryl, and at that time it was my brother-in-law Steve Birch. And the first year we bowled together, we won. The second year, we should have won. We were crushing it, and then I think one of the guys went over and looked at the scoreboard and said, "We only need a 421."
3: The scoreboard watching every time, (laughs) and able to say we've been (laughs) sucking.
0: Well, I mean, talk about the definition of muscle memory for that guy. Yeah, oh, like Definitely. his his delivery was, was I mean, the same All every the time. single time. Yes. same
2: follow through.
0: Same. Like his his yeah. arm
3: finished in the same yes. spot.
2: Well, that's like
3: Stacia. Stacia was the same way. Yeah. When, when, when he had that, remember he was doing that video to yes. yeah, doing yeah. instruction, and he threw a like, he threw a back. <laughs> <laughs> They had to edit it. Yeah, yeah. he <laughs> threw a. Like, Do he throw a? Like, oh, it was throw, just like yeah. so yeah. simple to him. I mean, <laughs> he was phenomenal. Exactly.
2: Yeah. I mean, he had some battles with um, Tim Licking in the States, you know, those two were going back and forth.
1: Just I took that instructor class. Jeremy gave me a hard time afterwards because I was trying to do that thing where you keep your hand up at the same time to make sure where it is. Yeah. And Jeremy goes, Why is your hand up so long? I said, Damn, Arthur, does he keep your hand? He goes, Yeah, not for hours. Eventually, you got to put it back
2: down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's <the> <laughs> 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 Just we're
3: never there.
0: Yeah, but, but, but every single ball he threw he yeah. the follow through was just it was the same each and every time one of the smoothest
1: yeah. smoothest deliveries ever. I still yeah. a lot of people when they say like they're looking at a ball I tell them just go on YouTube and type to Dan Murphy's Guide to Better Bowling yes. and that'll start you where you need to go it's
2: really all basic Yeah, it's just like one, two, three throw the ball right
3: and, Right. It, it, it makes it sound so easy <laughs> not people like me <laughs> My, my favorite bowling watch was Al Lacy. Loved Al watched watching bowl. He was just a, he was a really, really good bowler, and he gave me all kind of pointers on how to play wood, stuff I wouldn't have known otherwise. And he said, why would you play it there? You're going to play it over here. And I was like, really? And I'd hit it, and he'd go, and he'd say, see? <laughs> but he was um, a good friend, and I loved watching him bowl. He's a, he's a guy that unfortunately should be in the Hall of Fame, but... Doesn't get the recognition
1: that's due him, you know. Yeah, I, I feel like we have a lot of those guys. Yeah, that, and, and back to what you're saying about like playing the wooden stuff. That's one of the things too. When people talk about you know bowling in the Exeter Pro League, bowling and just bowling against better caliber bowlers, is, you know you get better by bowling against better competition because it puts you yep. in that whatever. I don't think it's just that. I'm not saying it, it isn't that at all. I think part of it is like even we had a pro series event here, and I was watching Boudreau make a shot, and I just remember looking at him and going, like, well, Why would you play it there? And he explained why, like things that you would never. I would never put the ball in. I mean, even well, yeah, I may have, have tried, stuff, but like I wouldn't that even try to. Yeah. But, yeah. but now you start to see what the high-level bowlers are trying to do, and you go, "Oh, I never thought to, to play." A, well, he's, play he's a picked shot. our brains
2: a few times about how to how play certain yeah, shots. Yeah, he's too, not afraid so. to ask. Yeah, yeah no, he's
1: not afraid to ask. And that's too like, when you hear about the like, people, thinking like, especially that next generation up and coming, or that tar- I don't want to say up and coming, but like that younger generation that's picking brains of people who've been doing it for a long time, because that's how you know you, you've seen so many shots. Like I try to watch as much bowling as I can, even at the bowling Alley, you see what works and see what doesn't work. But bowling at Exeter, you see, you know, people playing shots that you would never get in just you know a Tuesday house league where you know your average average is eighty. Right. Most people are just throwing the ball and trying to keep it on the lane. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was watching some of that out there. Yeah. <laughs> a guy throws a spare and throws the next ball is a gutter ball and I'm like he throws a nice spare like that and then yeah. throws
1: it in the gutter. <laughs> and that's the tricky thing too about this game is we had a. Uh, Actually, uh, the, one of the kids that works here, Matt Taylor, was. I was trying to talk to him. and He goes, "Sorry, I'm distracted." This girl has 127 through eight. goes, yeah. I'm trying to figure out if that's real or if the system malfunctioned somehow. And then she was couldn't miss. And I was like, "She's pretty good." And then she followed up with like a 52. Oh it was just my the weirdest. Lord. It's just, wow. <laughs> that's such a
3: big difference. Yeah, it
0: is it's the weirdest
1: thing. So I don't know if the it was just bizarre. She couldn't miss, and then all of a sudden, like all well, of so
3: a sudden she couldn't hit. She couldn't <laughs>
1: hit, and it, it was a bowler I'd never seen before, and I'm here all the time. So it was a young kid too. So it was kind of weird to see, but you never know. You don't.
3: Yeah. I mean, my, my favorite bowler to watch all time was Jenna because she was on my team. So. <laughs>
1: well, I know Jeremy asked his last question, but now I'm going to ask another question because I saw it come up. Other than each other, so you can't pick each other, who was your favorite person to bowl with on a team?
2: Donna Banzi.
3: Yeah, Donna was awesome. She was awesome.
1: Unanimous?
2: Unanimous.
3: She yeah, was. We've had some great teammates and stuff, but she just was so easygoing and just such a great bowler. And when we
2: bowled, I bowled Anchor, she bowled fourth, Nancy bowled third, Debbie Scanable bowled first, and Annie bowled second. Between Annie being the best second bowler around, Donna Banzi was the greatest fourth bowler I've ever known.
3: Yeah, she could make stuff that you just... What was that shot she made to start the tournament? Remember it? She had the, I think it, I want to say it was the, the seven, five seven, six ten. Yeah. So five seven six ten. Yeah. That's when she throws her first ball. She leaves that, and it's then nice made way it, way made like, it to start the tournament. And we said, well, we're going to go.
2: Yeah, the 5, 7, she was six, ten. The, She was the first bowler that day. Yeah. She started. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? I mean, she made
3: it like it was nothing, and we yeah. were like, wow. Oh. So, I mean, you, you just never know. I mean, and, and my, you know, like, we were bowling with Sarah and Nikki when they were really, really young, and, and uh, Brooke Anton started a match. She threw triple, triple strike to start. And both the girls were looking at me and Janet, and I said, get <laughs> She's a first bowler. She's a first bowler. Don't worry about it. We, we ended up crushing them.
1: I've been leaving the 5, 6, 10 constantly lately, and I haven't made it once for a spare. In like the last, I'd say, month, I've seen it probably at least a dozen times. I, I
3: hate And that now, I have the, now I add the 7 pin to it. Yeah, <laughs> 5, 6, 10. I think a lot of shots I hate. Actually, I hate the pins, so... <laughs>
0: So, uh, yeah. yeah, well, I mean, on that note, we hate the pins. <laughs>
3: that's why we throw, that's so that's why we throw stuff at them. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's right. Throw stuff at them. Put a face on it.
0: I've got so many faces. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much thank for you. doing this. I mean, it was, Thank it was you for having us. We knew it would be.
3: It was a pleasure. It really was. And
0: Nancy called me a dick. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and I meant every word of it. sure <laughs> she did.
0: As per the usual, another great conversation Even though Nancy (laughs) called me a name.
1: That made it better. But now I want to know this. How come when Lori made fun of you, you almost walked out, and then when Nance called you a name, uh, you were fine with it?
0: I think it's because she scares me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's, you know, I I hate to keep beating a dead horse here, but that's one of those uh, podcasts that at the end of it, you realize, like, we could have gone on for at least another hour, and I think we probably will have to at some point.
0: Yeah, no, ab, ab, absolutely. I mean, you, it's going to be hard to find two women that have accomplished more in this game.
1: Oh, and to be that close as well. To right, like, ex- exactly. So um, we did have a couple of tournaments over the weekend. Uh, the big one, well, there's two big ones. I don't well, oh, well, they're all big. So we'll just go, um, the candle Pins for Cancer uh, roll-off. They had like almost, did they have 30 ro- uh, people rolling off? I think it was like forty five. That's that's an incredible. They had what, eighteen last time, I think it was? Yeah. And were able to pay out two thousand dollars to damn it. (laughs) 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 Trying so hard to figure out who won. Soon you
0: Uh, will know.
1: My understanding so I was just curious I had asked a question. Hopefully nobody thought, you know, I was putting it down. I didn't know you know I believe Channel 5 had it set up where the winner kept coming back as the the top seed. So, my understanding is this is not the case. Whoever... No, this is closer
0: to like the old Channel 50 show. So, it's just
1: every ladder is brand new?
0: Every ladder is brand new. You have to skip a session if you make the show. Okay. And then, I believe he wants to have a tournament of champions.
1: Okay. So, there will be... So, how's that going to work? Do you know? Like, just... Just
0: the winner of each, each ladder will fill a ladder.
1: Okay. And then, you'll have your... So... If if somebody won it uh, from the last tournament, are they like the winner? Are they allowed to bowl in the next four?
0: I think so because yeah, because if your your score matters as your seed.
1: Oh okay. Well, I get that. But what happens if you win twice? Do they take like a
0: wild card? So basically, you just replace if your if your score is higher than whatever score you posted, right. then you just up your your score.
1: Right, but now you only have four winners. Do you get what I'm saying?
0: No, because you're replacing your. Uh, yeah,
1: okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, you're replacing yourself. Yeah, don't tell yeah, me I'm
0: wrong. Know. Well, most most people, if they're already in the Tournament of Champions, they just don't do it.
1: Yeah, that made, I mean, that makes sense. So I, I don't know if it was just great bowling or the pins were flying up there. Uh, we did have, to my knowledge, and I'm sure there were more, unfortunately. I know I got sent more, and I don't think, uh, I think I might have missed one, unfortunately. But my understanding is there was three new highs that were thrown um, at Portsmouth. One was a triple, so that would have to be probably considered a three or five. Uh, but that belongs now to Scotty Douglas, part of the 400 club. Um, so he his first three games, I believe, was uh, equaled up to a 400. Sonia Johnson threw her new high five. I actually uh, messaged her, and she said her high five prior to this was a 598, and she went 649 for the roll and, off
0: and she didn't miss the show by much oh
1: she held she tried to hold on for dear life she threw a 649 she missed a cut by 21 pens. it looks like I think she still cashes yes but congratulations to her for her her new high five um and then the winner uh, well not the winner of the show but the top seed of the show uh and some people were surprised uh, that he hasn't had one yet was uh Jay Simenow with his first ever 700 so uh, the newest member to the 700 club will you be welcome, welcoming him to that I deserve to stumble over that word well, I, I
0: will congratulate him wholeheartedly, but I can't welcome to something that I am not a part of. Not yet?
1: You haven't thrown a 700 yet?
0: It's been a week. Ah, that's, I, that's I, a I have not thrown a 700 in the last week.
1: So uh, going over the top five, that will make the ladder. So uh, we'll do it in reversing order. Uh, the five seed will bowl against the four seed. That's five seed Richie Myrick against number four seed.
0: That's so I am so happy for him.
1: Yeah, so, I, I mean, this is this is a great list, too. There's nobody on this list that you're like, huh, how'd they squeak that one? And, like, this is no, a good list. not and, at all. And Myrick's definitely starting to find that uh, Myrick of old. I, I still laugh at when you said, you know, you had a great youth career, and his comeback was like, what well, do you want me to talk about that I was good when I was a kid? And I was like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think just overall he's, he's feeling good.
1: Yeah, for I, sure.
0: I, I think, I mean, I can't speak for him, but I, I feel like he's in a good space, and he's bowling well.
1: Exactly. It's so good to see. So uh, Myrick will be the five-seed at 670, bowling against Steve Reno Jr. with a 673. The winner of that will bowl against Dave Barber, who came in with a 681. The winner of that will bowl Josh Daly with a 691. And the winner of that will be the newest member of the 700 Club, Jason Simenow with a 711. So congratulations to those bowlers. Um, That's going to be a great show. And the winner of that will go into the Tournament of Champions to join damn it <laughs> you know that kind of tried re- so hard i mean
0: it, it doesn't matter who you're going to bowl in that in that ladder it, oh so we just
1: we do have another high five chris mcdonough 655 through his high five as well nice. which it says i don't know if he tied it but it looks he said which i've now done three times <laughs> I, it was funny. actually funny uh you know how i joke that you know you always text me like while well, i'm napping bad news um I texted him a message when I saw that he threw the 655, and I said, "Just a heads up, you're being thrown out of the semi-pro league." And so he sends back, "Hi, Danny. I'm just saying this. What's up?" So I said, "I just saw you go off of Portsmouth. Stop bowling with us, slouches." So he thought I was really throwing him out. He's like, "I thought I did something wrong." <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's and and that's another example of a guy who wasn't putting his name out there wasn't bowling a lot of events was a good house bowler and now it's putting their name out there more and and we're starting to he's going to get picked up for more stuff he will he will what else do we have
0: Uh, we had the spare time uh, 10 stringer
1: that's another big one you were going to do that but we had to yeah I I felt I,
0: I really wanted to do it I was excited for it but you know what uh, the Sunday was the only time that really Janet and Nancy could get down here, and,
1: and you know we're we we, gonna get them? Yeah, that, right. <laughs> and we needed to, we needed to get an episode. On. Yeah.
0: So congrats to Brian Kroll.
1: Congratulate. Yeah. Twelve fifty four. Starting to see him more on the top of a lot of uh, a lot of lists. And, and, I, and I
0: said I said to Stu earlier, but like, there's a there's a guy who just hasn't let up. Yeah. And, and he doesn't look like he's aged at all.
1: No, I know you called him the Ageless Wonder at one point, and I said, no, 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 we're not allowed to, to say that while Phil Clough is still bowling. <laughs> it is
0: true. but uh, And Stu made a good point where he's like, you know what, he just doesn't stop bowling. Like, he bowls winter, summer, yeah. winter, summer. He's just always continuously bowling.
1: Yeah, I think there's something to that.
0: Like staying sharp. Uh, so, yeah, we have Brian Kroll, 1254. Corey Packard, 1245. Uh, Jeff Walsh, 1225. Dean Sullivan... Another cashing spot at 1218.
1: 18 Good score. So And again, that's a 10 stringer, so these guys are averaging over 120 over the course of 10 games <laughs> to, uh, to hang in there. And I, I was talking to somebody over the uh, last week, said so it, it is an interesting house. Like You definitely have to work for your pins there. The other one that I got was the King of the Hill at Mason's. Just to run it back real quick, the four-seed Phil Clough took down the three-seed Ron Gora. Phil Clough, again, defeated Jim Mazzaferro. Uh, then Phil Clough tied Mark Uvard, and Mark Uvard beat him on a two-box roll-off, 26-17. And the returning queen of the hill, Linda Brunette, uh, with a 97 and a 107, plus the 14-pin handicap, 218, defeated Mark Uvard, 94 and 101. So that is her third month in a row of winning it. The jackpot for the 1710 was not hit, and the jackpot currently stands at 189. The next tournament for that will be January 8th, 2022. Do we know uh, anything on King of the Rim? I
0: believe Michael Pelchat is a four time jeez King of the River.
1: Somebody posted what the what the longest record is for King of the River. I know Daryl had it for a while. I know Eddie's had it for a while. I wonder what that is because he's got to be creeping up on it. It's got to be. I know you you sit at the ladder, so it makes it a little bit harder that you don't have to go through the whole thing. But it's still you're still going to win the game week after week and show up too. So showing up sometimes the hardest part. And you're going in relatively cold. That's true. I also got uh, from Bob Lee. He let me know that at the Union Street, I believe they call it a semi-pro league. I don't know what makes it a semi-pro league, but Adam Jondra. With a triple strike in the pool, and now that ties him in the triple strike pool for the Union Street League with John Nichols. I'm going to guess it goes through the whole season. Uh, What do we have for tournaments coming up? I know you have Exeter this Sunday, which isn't a tournament, but they'll send this once a month.
0: Exeter this Sunday, um, I'm not 100% sure. Is spare time going the end of the month?
1: I think so. They usually do end of the month, which I think it'll be the first time in a while it hasn't crossed over with Exeter, so that'll be good. I just
0: didn't know if they were going to skip because of the holiday.
1: Oh, that's right, that's right. I'm not 100% sure. I don't know dates of stuff. We did. I did get confirmation from uh, Lexi that she's gonna bring back her calendar, and I said, "Good. Yay. Can you?" Because uh, Jeremy and I've been trying to do this ourselves, and it has been horrendous—dumpster <laughs> fire. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know, I, there's a lot of things going on. I'm sure they'll be on candlepin chat. Unfortunately, I did not write them all down. There was too many tournaments and big scores that we wanted to get over, uh, and I kind of missed the boat on that. So uh, I think that's all I have.
0: That's all I have. You know, it's. I'm I'm looking at this list for the for the next T V taping, which I am super excited for.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Um, it kinda it kinda reminded me of the second time that I made Channel 50, I believe like the five seed was Gary Santora
1: and yeah.
0: Baker was the four seed, I was the three seed. So I ended up bowling Sean Baker. Now if I had won that match, I would have had to have bowled Jeff Surrett.
1: That's a good back to back.
0: And if for some ungodly reason that I was able to beat <laughs> Jeff Surrett, I would have had to have bowled Mike Morgan. <laughs> like, it was one of those ladders where it was just filthy, disgusting. And yeah. looking at, like, my name, I'm like, why am I on this list?
1: Yeah, and I saw some people post who – somebody had made a – it seemed like they quickly backed off and said, you know, great job. Every pin was earned. But they made a comment that it was like, oh, you know, the numbers were bigger back in the day. I don't think it's necessarily that these bowlers can't hang with the bowlers of the past. I think you had just so many guys yeah. bowling. You, you had more – you know, it's just a matter of, you know, you have 45 guys, you said about. One guy threw a 700. Well, if you had 90, probably two guys would have thrown a 700. Like, it's just, it's yeah. a numbers game at that point. Like, yeah. the more and, guys and you it's, throw. That's all it is. One guy, you know, more guys are going to pop and get the higher scores. So, I wouldn't take anything away from these guys, and I don't think that the intent was No, that. I, I think that ladder is phenomenal. It is a good ladder. I think it'll be very entertaining. And also, you have a you have a good range, too. I mean, you have Daly, you know, 21 Myrick has been around for a little bit. Reno's another young guy. Barber's been, you know, not, there's no, like, there's no super veteran on this list, though, actually, now that I look at it. No,
0: but you you have, like, the three guys in the middle. Yeah, you, you know, Reno, Jr., Barber, and Daly. You yeah. have... You have three power guys. Yeah,
1: and then obviously Jay throwing a 700, you know he's going to be filthy up there to bowl against. It's a yeah. three-string, right? Three-string match. Three-string. So the best bowler typically is going to win those matches, so that's good to see. Um, and I, I know I said that was all I had, but uh, who do we have in next week?
0: We have Stu Berkman and Jason Doucette. We have the official Meltdown Twins. Now,
1: do you think they will Meltdown on the podcast?
0: I don't know if they'll be full-blown down, full blown, like Meltdown, but I, I – There's gonna be some some ribbing for sure.
1: Oh, I'm sure. There's no way that those two guys sit in a room and don't go after each other just a little bit, so. Oh, 100%. All right, well, that's all I have. That's all I got. All right, till next time.